Hi, my name is Sean, and welcome back to my podcast. This is actually a bit of a relaunch for my podcast. I uh, took a bit of a break, partially because I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to talk about. I wasn't quite sure what it was that I wanted to be sharing with people. The original reason for this podcast was that I wanted to talk to interesting people and uh, kind of create a podcast where I could go out and find out about what made these people tick and what made them special. And there was a reason for doing so. And this is one of the reasons that is a always in the background for me, and that is being a father. Um, I feel like I had great parents growing up. My dad and mom were each awesome in their own way. They had their weaknesses. Both of them had their their shortcomings in life, but I mean, don't we all? Uh, but my parents overall were great. But there were certain things that, uh, certain information that uh, they didn't have. And I wanted to start this podcast because I need to gain, I feel, I feel like I need to gain more information to instill and pass on to my daughter. Uh, as a parent, I feel like there's so much more information to be had. And for a long time, there was just not the ability to access it. This is one of the beautiful things about the internet is that we can get access to this information that before would have been hard to come by or simply impossible to come by. That has been a common theme with many of my guests throughout this time that I've been podcasting. There was this access to information that people were super excited about getting, or there was a challenge to gaining information in the past. Now, this is something that's really cool for me that I can be part of spreading awesome information, empowering people. But as I thought about relaunching my podcast, I thought about things that I had been focusing on before. For a long time, I uh, titled the podcast Spreading Inspiration, the Sean Trace Show Spreading Inspiration. And I still want to spread inspiration, but I'm thinking about doing things in a slightly different way. Um, I want to talk about character traits, and I'm going to be doing more of these solo podcasts where I just talk and share stories. Uh, and then the guests that I have come on will be guests that I've really, really wanted to talk to for a time, or maybe are coming on to talk about a specific topic, not just trying to get guests on to get guests on. But today I want to tell you a story about a man, a man named Desmond Doss. And there's an important, there's a couple layers to this story uh, and how this is personal to me. Desmond Doss was a remarkable American war hero and medic who gained fame from his unwavering commitment to his religious beliefs and his extraordinary acts of courage during World War II. Now, Desmond Doss was a devout Seventh-day Adventist. Um, I also grew up Seventh-day Adventist, and one of the big things of Seventh-day Adventism is that there is an insistence on nonviolence and pacifism. A and as a strict uh, pacifist, uh, Desmond Doss refused to carry a rifle, refused to carry any weapon, or take the life of anyone on the battlefield. Now, despite facing skepticism and discrimination from his fellow soldiers, he volunteered as a combat medic and went on to save the lives of 75 wounded comrades during the Battle of Okinawa battle was called the Battle of Hacksaw Ridge. And I don't know if you know much about the Battle of Okinawa, but it was a, a very fierce battle in World War II. It, it was a series of fierce battles in World War II. Um, as the American troops were island hopping closer and closer to Japan, uh, they drew close to the mainland of the Japanese Empire. The fiercest resistance that the soldiers met, the American soldiers met before them was on the island of Okinawa. I mean, 
at all of the islands along the way, there was fierce resistance. But this this was the Japanese homeland. And the Americans were finally setting foot in that. And the Japanese uh, fought extremely hard to protect their homeland. And the Battle of Hacksaw Ridge was this ridge up above where the American soldiers were encamped. And you had to climb up these series of ropes and nets to reach the area where essentially to reach the battlefield. And so the soldiers all climbed up and they immediately were pinned down. The Americans were immediately uh, fighting for the lives of many of the soldiers. There was huge casualties on all sides. And up there in that field was Desmond Doss, a little guy. He was not a big person, but he was a person of big faith. He was a person of big conviction. And as Desmond Doss heard people crying out for medic, heard people crying out for help, he did what not many of us would do. Instead of freezing, he ran into the fire. He ran forward when most people would run back. When I was a kid, we grew up with the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And this story was powerful because it was a man who walked into the fire, walked into the fire in his faith, walked into the fire in his conviction, walked into the fire when there was little doubt of survival. And yet they survived. Desmond Doss went forward into the storm of bullets and mortars and one soldier at a time. He started pulling people to safety. He would run forward, grab a soldier. He would run back. He would run forward, grab another soldier, run back. And it was this, this constant process of forward, back, grabbing one person at a time, and then lowering them down over the side of the cliff, hand by hand, tying a rope around them, lowering them down, and then the next one, and then he'd go get another one and lower that person down. 75 people he lowered down over that cliff. 75 lives that he saved running in and out of the storm. Now, Desmond Doss was awarded the Medal of Honor, the highest honor for any soldier. And he was the first conscientious objector to receive the nation's highest military honor. Now, Desmond Doss serves as a testament to a person of unwavering faith and the ability of one individual to make a difference. Desmond stormed into that fire when most people would run. And he did it because of his faith. Now, when Desmond went back to the U.S., he went back to a normal life. He was this little guy, went back to his hometown, and he lived a bigger than normal life by just being awesome and being who he was. He was an all-around amazing human being. And that's where the story ended. He, he, he moved back to his hometown. He grew old. And many people forgot Desmond Doss. The world changed. The world raced by, and Desmond Doss was forgotten. His acts of bravery, his acts of faith, his acts of courage were no longer remembered by most people. And this is where the story actually kind of touches my life. I love my dad. My dad has always been a man of faith, deep faith, a man who would um, 
deep conviction as well. If a person was stuck on the side of the road, my dad would always pull over. Never once did I see someone who was hungry that he did not offer his meal to. Never once did I see a person without a shirt that my father would not take off his own shirt for. (laughs) It made me crazy growing up. I was like, dad, why can't you just let it go? (laughs) Why do you have to get involved? (laughs) This isn't our fight. This isn't our problem. And my father was always the type of person who would say, if not me, then who? If not me, then who? And my father knew everyone in the communities and circles that my father walked in. The name of Al Trace meant something. It meant the conviction of a person whose ideals were more important than anything else, who believed in a powerful God who would help people, who believed that instead of that divine presence on earth, he would act if he needed to, to help someone out. And my father would always go to town and help out anyone he needed to, anyone who ever asked, people who didn't ask. Again, growing up, it made me crazy sometimes. I remember once we were going to go down to an orphanage and help out at this orphanage in Mexico. And we drove all the way. We drove about four hours deep into Mexico and there was no orphanage. There was no nothing. (laughs) We had to turn around and come back. But it was a beautiful drive I had with my dad and a really fun experience with one of my best friends, Micah, and my brother. Now, my dad started talking to me about his friend, Terry. Terry was the cousin of my dad's wife, Brenda. And my dad always talked about Terry with such high regard. Hey, Terry this, Terry that. You know, Terry does film this, Terry does film that. And my dad is always trying to network me. with. (laughs) My dad is always networking, always trying to introduce people, always trying to bring people together. And my dad was trying to introduce me to Terry and tell me about how this thing Terry was doing. And at that time, I was living in Los Angeles and trying to get a start in film and the film industry. And um, I remember my dad talking about Terry. Terry's got this story. He's doing this documentary about this guy, Desmond, Desmond Dawes. And I was like, that's great, dad. That's great. Yeah, Desmond, he was the Medal of Honor winner. He did this amazing thing. And I was like... (laughs) okay, dad. And I just brushed it off. I constantly brushed it off. Terry's going to get this story made. He's talking to these producers in Hollywood. Sure, dad. Good for him. And I constantly brushed it aside. I was like, Hollywood's not going to care about a story like that. No one's going to care about a story about a man who who had conviction or faith. No one's going to care about something like that. And my dad with the way he talks with certainty, the way he's always talked with certainty would say, I think Terry is going to get this done. I think that he's going to get this done. I think this is going to become something big. Why? Well, I don't know. I believe, believe, believe. What is belief in a world that is full of chaos and craziness? What is belief? What is conviction? Well, it always meant something to my dad. And it meant something to Terry. And it meant something to the people who met Desmond Doss and to knew what this man stood for, to know uh, the story behind Hacksaw Ridge. Years later, my dad said, hey, Terry finally did it. Mel Gibson picked up this movie. Terry got some other producers involved. 
Andrew Garfield's going to play the Desmond Doss. They're making this movie called Hacksaw Ridge. I was like, really? I still didn't think it was going to be anything big. And then the Oscars came around and, you know, and the award season and everyone was talking about uh, the movie Hacksaw Ridge. (laughs) It's a powerful story about Desmond Doss. And I felt sad. I felt sad that I had such little faith, that I had such doubt, and I had such cynicism. Desmond, Terry, my father, believed in something, even if it's just a story. They believed in the importance of sharing a story, the importance of telling a story, the importance of hearing about a person whose life mattered. 75 lives. 75 lives touched. Now, all of us have the ability to touch one person's life. We have the ability to turn around today and make a difference in someone's life. We have the ability to step out of our house and look at the world and say, I too can make a difference. I too can make this world a better place. But it takes belief. It takes faith. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to believe in a higher power or anything, but it does mean that you need to keep faith in your ability to change this world to make a difference and to really be able to step out and say, I can be a force in my own life. I can change my world. It's not always easy. I have been having a really tough couple months. That's the biggest reason this podcast has been on hold. Because what do you talk to people about when you feel uncertain? What do you talk to people about when your faith in the world is shaken? What stories do you tell when you do not know your way? And maybe that's the story you tell. Maybe the story that I tell is about finding my journey back. Maybe the story that I tell is to talk about my doubt, to talk about my insecurities, to talk about my uncertainty. I doubt that Desmond Doss knew what he was doing. (laughs) And I'm fairly certain that Desmond Doss was afraid. I'm fairly certain that when Desmond stood up there in the gunfire, he didn't think, I'm sorry if this, uh, people disagree. I am not sure if he was certain that God would save him. I'm probably fairly certain that he felt like this was it. But that maybe, maybe, before it was his time to go, he could make a difference. Earlier today, I was down and I was depressed. And I gave myself a choice. I can stay in that depression. I can stay in that sadness. Or I can pick myself up and make a difference like Desmond Doss did. I've got a couple friends that message me. And they say this, Sean, if no one else is watching, I am. So please don't stop. 
You do not know who is watching you. You do not know who you are inspiring. You do not know whose life you are making a difference in. So make it special. Use your time wisely and spread light. Spread positivity. Make this world a better place. Even if it's got its problems, it's the only world we got right now. And you too can make a difference. For anyone who's struggling, there are resources out there. There are people who can help. If you are dealing with depression, seek out help. If you're dealing with sadness, frustration, or a lack of faith, seek out help. If you do not know your way forward, seek out help. There are people who can help. I hope that this finds you all well, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Uh...